Yo, 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 Reject Nation. Uh, you thought I was going to say hello there. Well, I didn't. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway, welcome to our season series, limited series episode four reaction for Obi-Wan. This is part four. This is easy titles to remember on this show. Uh, yeah, we are once again joined by our good friend and Star Wars aficionado Ace Cabrera. Really enjoy having him in the room for these and look forward to having him in the future for more Star Wars reactions, more Star Wars content. Uh, yeah, this episode, um, you know, we're going to break it down. This is it's funny. This is the shortest episode. Episode and the longest discussion we've had so you know obviously some feelings were generated and you know there are a lot of feelings circulating already about how people feel uh you know people's take on this episode but uh yeah sorry trying to do these on the fly without you know using too much repetitive language but anyway if you want to come and check out the reaction highlights those can be found on our youtube channel youtube.com slash the real rejects or if you want to sync up with your own copy and enjoy the full experience with us those can be found at our patreon page patreon.com slash the real rejects and now, without further ado, we got a Star Wars chat just for you. Roll that intro. All right, cool in the gang. We are here to talk about this episode now. You know the drill. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I got, I got some. Uh, you got to take these shows, especially this one. The, the way that these episodes start and stop feels so much like... I kind of wish this was a binge show because of the way the rhythm of how these episodes start and stop. Because it seems like you're supposed to take it in as one whole package <laughs> and not as an episode-by-episode episode case. Especially when it's one of those shows where the same director of each of every single episode. So, Because I do have some... I do have some things. I, there's a lot I really like about this show. Some things I really do love. And then there's other parts where I'm like, I guess I'll wait to see the final episode before I lay down the law of opinions up in here. Because my opinion holds the most highest of authorities. But we'll focus on the episode in and of itself. I'm just here to tease my outrage. Wokeness. Right, Ace? <laughs> Right, man. Yeah, Ace. Yeah, Ace. Wokeness, right? right? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Woke Army. Goddamn. Obi Wan going through a fortress. Wokeness. <laughs> Obi woke. They, they fighting stormtroopers. Wokeness. No. Obi Wan can. Stormtroopers are white. I'm just saying. Obi Wan a little weak. That must mean it's it's woke because <laughs> Reba's strong. Anyway, we will we'll stop acknowledging them for now. Um. Who went? For, John, you go first this time. Hi. What did you think about this episode? Tell the world why you thought it was perfect on every account. Oh, just nothing could be better about this episode. I thought this was a decent episode, and I absolutely agree with what you just said about it feeling as though it's part. It, the other previous episodes up until this point have felt a bit more well-rounded. This is the shortest of them so far, and I feel like they. I feel like I, we say this about Disney Plus shows so often is I feel like they could have taken a little bit of that extra time that we're accustomed to and maybe added it back in to flesh out some of the real peril, especially as it pertains to Obi-Wan getting the job done. That was the thing where I was like, oh, he, he did it. <laughs> Can I interrupt really quick? I have a theory sure. as to why this episode was so short and why some things felt like they were cut down abruptly. Does anyone want to guess what my theory is? Because I feel like we can guess it in this room. Uh, I mean, 
they Re- want revisit pe- Jedi sympathizer. They want people to also watch Miss Marvel tonight. I <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, I mean if they be. wanted people to watch Miss Marvel, they wouldn't put it in the same <laughs> night. You think? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's an easier way to do that instead of making Obi Wan shorter. You think? Well, but we also live in a world where most people can just watch one and then the other at midnight if so they really they care, like, and they're not going to be in a studio shooting. It's a conspiracy <laughs> you know? theory, Ace. I don't know about that. I feel like it's so easy to put. Why can't they just put Miss Marvel Thursday nights? Because man, Thursday is a different day. <laughs> it is. It takes like, a lot. You have to have competition. It takes a lot of resources and infrastructure to upload a video file and then set it to public. If we don't compete with ourselves, someone else is going to compete with us. <laughs> well, we can't. The boys have Fridays, so I don't know. You know? Like, if they binge Stranger Things, then yeah. they're going to binge Miss Marvel and Obi Wan. <laughs> All right, John, sorry to interrupt. I just had a, my it's conspiracy theory that it's Ace all agrees good. with. All I could think of in this episode was Miss Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it was really cool to see just the whole breadth of uh, 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 Ace. I will consult your knowledge. It's the uh, Imperator... Inquisitorship. The, the, the Inquisitor's... Inquisitor Fortress. Stately Inquisitor Manor. Fortress Inquisitorious. The Fortress Inquisitorious. There yes. we go. It was very Honor. cool... It was very cool to, to be inside there and to be on a sneaking mission and, you know, to have these close calls. This I, I really think the, my favorite part of this episode was the back and forth between Riva and Leia. I thought that was really good. And everything else was, like, cool in a video game-esque kind of way. Um, but it just mainly left me wanting in the sense that, like, I want to really feel the tension. I don't want to be distracted by my number one pet peeve in shows and movies where people are, like, talking next to people who are going to hear and discover them, but for some reason their voices don't carry. Uh, I don't know. There was just little things that uh, that hampered the suspense for me. Uh, it was like a really cool, well-produced episode, but uh, yeah. I have some thoughts on the tension and suspense of why I think overall in the show it's sort of been lacking. But again, only teasing the outrage <laughs> right now. Real outrage. Real Disney. 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 Why do you Disney? Ace. What are your thoughts on this episode, my friend? I enjoyed it, man. Um, It's definitely an isolated, shorter episode. I I definitely agree with what you're saying, though. It definitely felt like I could kind of just keep watching the next one. It felt more like a in-between episode. Uh, kind of bridging probably the first half and the second half of the season. Um, and I felt like this was kind of just like the rescue Leia. We know she's going to get rescued, but this is how it happens. Let's do a quick 30-minute episode on how it happens. Um, so I, I did feel like it's definitely kind of like that bridge in between one that you can kind of quickly go through if you were in the binge model doing that. So... Yeah, but I, I definitely like w- what you were saying, John, as far as th- the set design is so cool. Absolutely. It's so freaking cool. Like seeing Nur being underwater, seeing Obi-Wan swim underwater. The the lighting was really cool. Like all that stuff just works really freaking well. And I feel like that's a big plus. Seeing Obi-Wan take down Stormtroopers was a cool. Disney plus. Yeah, Disney plus. Yeah. Seeing Obi-Wan take down Stormtroopers was cool to me. Um that's something we haven't seen in a minute. Well, and their torture chair was legitimately kind of horrifying. Yeah, I mean, 
that was the a scariest little, part of the episode. It was a little jarring to see a little girl <laughs> scream uh, in a torture chamber. Uh, that is definitely, uh, that was a lot. I mean, it, so that probe droid in a, in a new hope, that was nothing. I mean, there's, there's various interrogation droids, uh, throughout Star Wars and, yeah. I'm just saying like Leia's come face to Name face with this is a little girl. <laughs> the ITO interrogator <laughs> droid. Uh, yeah. I think the biggest issue I have with this show so far, um, is because like I I agree with what you guys are saying is cool. It all is cool, and is a big very fan. cool, very cool. <laughs> uh, that's a red letter media reference. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> um, the oh, you were doing pitch meeting. I was doing red letter media. All right, <laughs> movies. So, like, uh, yeah, because like going through the Inquisitor Fortress is awesome. I, I especially after you know playing Jedi Fallen Order, like that. Felt so much. Oh, the game! Look at it. It's working on the feelings I have from the game. <laughs> you know, it, it was really, it was, it was nice to see that. And uh, I did like Reva scenes a lot in here. Uh, the actors who play, you know, you got to, it, it's child actors. It's, it, I, I find it really um, mean if you rip into a child actor. <laughs> and I know some people who have done it when it comes to the late actors. And I don't think she's bad. I, I don't think she's bad. There are some times where like. Eh, yeah, you know, but you're a child actor. Like, what, 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 what am I going to tell you? Like, you this is, is much, I expect less of you to be, like, so real in a certain scene. But there are times where she does feel very real. You know, and sometimes when she sounds, like, like, authoritative is when I have a hard time believing her uh, specifically. But for the most part, I think she does a great job. And I'm not just saying that to be nice. I think she does a really good job. And I do think the back and forth between them was nice. It was kind of like a different flipperoo from Grand Moff Tarkin and um, Grogu. Uh, where, you know, like, per bad, not Sith, but sort of Sith interrogating important child, <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, uh, Gideon? Moff Gideon? Moff Gideon. Who did I say? Grand Moff Tarkin. Tarkin? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Keeps her cushing back again from the grave. Literally, when you were saying that, I was like, what, what, did, I, what did I do I was wrong like, here? I was like, good good pull, but wait, I don't remember that. No, yeah. Should I fall in order? <laughs> yeah, guys. No, yeah, Rogu Adventures. Gideon. I'm sorry. They kind of sound a little bit similar in some way. Now I'm going to get crap for saying that. Dryden Voss. The letters are so different, Greg. <laughs> um, I was I was thinking of Mandalorian Season 2. Um, Yeah, it was kind of making me think of that. We're not really... Sith, but you know, can do Sith, sort of Sith stuff, whatever you don't get. It. Um, uh, yeah, I like that. I think the biggest issue I have with this show right now is it is this. This, I, I like because it's like I'm kind of back and forth with it. I was so I, I find that so warm with the whole scene with like Leia holding Obi Wan's hand and you know, Obi Wan feeling. <laughs> kind of directionless in his life like i've just been here on tattooing watching this boy and i I don't know if i'm contributing to this at all and now to see this effect he's had on Layla and showing how necessary he, he was to be there for her and and the bond is is such a great part of this episode at times though the focus of this show of it being obi-wan and leia and then trying to amid all this suspense and danger i i have a hard time buying into it because it's such a central focus of the show and i don't feel the fear of it because i'm like well I, obviously Leia's gonna be fine it, it, it's such an obvious thing whereas i'll feel the the concern and worry for 
character whose name I'm not currently remembering. Who is the is it Tala? Riva. Riva. I'm so worried Riva's gonna die. <laughs> um, no, Tala. Yeah, I'll feel concerned for Tala in those scenes. You know, and that's why like Mandalorian works so well because these are new characters. We don't know their the the path they're on, and there's so, and so I like it. It I, here's how I would describe it. I feel like I would actually appreciate a lot of the story more if I picked up a book and I read it and like, oh, it's kind of cool to learn the backstory of this. But in terms of a suspenseful show, especially a show that's trying to be so suspenseful and so intense and not really do much character exploration in between to, to just like uh, like a lot of intimate character moment scenes. It lacks a lived in quality. Yes, so I'm. That's a big part of what's missing for me here. Is like I like the concept and I like the idea, and there are parts about it I really do enjoy. Um, but when it comes to building like actual tension out of it, I'm like, nah, I don't really, I don't really feel it. And uh, especially for an episode like this, it's supposed to be like pulse pounding, but thrusting you right into the action. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of just watching it though. I mean, I feel like the tension. I feel like the tension they were trying to build up was more about the safety of Leia, if that makes sense, more than necessarily her dying or being captured forever. Like, I, I think that the scene where she's about to get tortured, you, I, I did feel the tension because I definitely felt like, oh, crap, does Leia... You know, that's yeah, weird. I didn't feel it at all. Really? I was like, I, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> like, I'm in between you. I'm like, this is the most tense I feel during this episode, yeah. but it is a short lived moment. And I feel like they maybe were afraid to go too heavily into child in peril torture device well, sequence. This is so obvious something was going to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I kind of felt like they, they could probably go there because they hinted at going there in A New Hope. Uh, and obviously, they've hinted at going there in a various other media when different people are being tortured uh so i did feel that tension i also feel like a lot of it too has to do with more of the prequel ideology if that makes sense where it's more about not necessarily like oh well we know anakin's not gonna die in this episode like sure. we all know that and we all know that obi-wan is gonna be fine and all those other movies but we still feel some sort of tension that's why solo worked for me as well solo star wars story um never even again though there was moments where you were like oh this is crazy but we know they're going to survive you still felt it because of the characters that were involved and because the way it was shot produced edited all that kind of stuff so i i i think it works i think it works for what they're trying to tell i just feel like this episode itself was so quick and to the point and short that there might not be enough to chew on necessarily fair enough I mean, like, I, I don't I don't agree with this because there are some people who just write off the concept of a prequel in, in, in totality of it, of, of what I just of the stuff I was expressing. It's like there's the difference between something like X-Men Origins Wolverine and something like X-Men First Class to me. Like X-Men First Class, I think, is so effective in one of the best X-Men movies. And that's such a prequel and you know it's going to head down a path where like charles and eric are probably not going to be friends with you you know and uh revenge of the sith i think is a great film i love that movie um but there's 
there's something about the the intimate details that feels I, I that's the hard part about explaining I, I I have a hard time to differentiate how to how to explain it because I guess it just comes down to a subjective feeling on the matter you know sure. I can't convince you to feel a certain way and you can't but convince I, but me. I feel like a lot of that has to do with the, the season versus the episode right where the True. season might give you what you're asking for but this episode specifically maybe didn't give you that but maybe that's not necessarily what the episode was going for I've never really felt it for any of the episodes with Leia of, of like oh no Leia you're in danger <laughs> yeah. well I think I, I think the troubling the tricky thing about prequels is often that you're both further along in times so you have better technology and you have the foregone conclusions and I think the way that you it's going to come right back to this is the way that you temper that is to really invest us in the personal stakes of the characters in the moment so that it doesn't matter if you know the outcome because you know how hard these trials are going to be and I, again, it's that lived-in quality. It's like they've given it to us in little fits and bursts, and I think all the actors are killing it for the most part. I think there are, you can tell the homework is there, uh, and I would love... I feel like this show, more than any other show, perhaps, in the Star Wars universe uh, pitched thus far... Like we did so much of like Boba Fett of just like looking at his past and he's with the Tuscans and it's very sort of uh, poetically shot and it's not really dialogue heavy. And I'm like, you could do stuff like that here with Obi-Wan and really get into his psyche because this is your opportunity to do better what they did with, or at least more agreeably for everybody what they tried to do with Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. You know, it's like this is a different version of Obi-Wan than the pinnacles that we know him from let's dive into that state of being and it's there in his performance but i don't feel like it's much there in the writing yeah. it's very action oriented it's very straightforward action oriented these past couple episodes have been have been like that quite a bit um ace why are we wrong i mean i i think i think the focus i i feel like a lot of people might be maybe it is because she's a little girl and because it's leia and because it's such an iconic character but the the focus is still on Obi-Wan. And I still feel like sure. everything we got from Obi-Wan in every single episode so far has been killer. Like, has been really freaking good. Whether it is the acting, whether it is the backstory, whether it is even the action. Kind of the build-up to him getting in shape. Uh, but I think that's kind of a cool little way of, like, slowly but surely building sure. his way up to fighting shape. I think that's something we haven't really seen in Star Wars before, and it's something that is really clever the way they build it into the show. It's not necessarily, you know, is Obi-Wan going to get out of the situation? It's how is he going to get out of the situation? It's how he's going to overcome the stormtroopers. It's how many stormtroopers yeah. he's going to take out. Is he going to use the force to take them out? Is he going to use this to take them out? Like, I think that's a clever way to get us invested into the action is to show us his build up into the force and using the a force thousand percent. as a way to fight off these stormtroopers. Is he gonna go ham and just take down like 40? Like all that kind of stuff to me is a really cool way for Deborah Child to kind of showcase where Obi-Wan is at yeah. in his journey. Yeah, I like the last half of this episode a lot. The last half is what really got me very, I was. that's when I was feeling it. Especially when he did start using his lightsaber and started using the force, because I do like the story concept of you know it's it's that's it's, it's kind of a typical action story just with the Star Wars backdrop, of you know uh, traumatized action hero is retired and then he's pulled back out of retirement to save little girl. It's it, it's a very and he's got a big beard. It's Logan. It's a 
billion other action Take movies. It. It's a bunch of action movies, and now we're doing it with the Jedi way, and you're watching them slowly get it back in tune with the Force. And uh, I, so I, I really like that whole scene, you know, especially when he is holding the water, and, and you get to see Leia really witness him being like, this guy really cares about me. <laughs> he's, he's really protecting me right now. He's a, he's a real Jedi, you know, and it's giving her something to believe in too, in terms of this rise of the rebellion um, and whatnot. Uh, I, I really, I really appreciate those nuances and those details. And I guess I find myself more often craving um, the, the way I'm receptive to that. I'm, I find myself craving more of that feeling more with this show. Um, and, and I think that's kind of what, Starts to lack for me, and I had a question about Vader. What's his deal in this exactly? <laughs> because there was a lot of people who were bitching about it, and I was like, ah, you know, I'm sure there's a, he's got a, a motive for it. But a lot of people bitched about how he could have, he like wanted Obi Wan to suffer or something with the fire, right? And then, and then they watched him get away, and he didn't like put the fire out or try to get Vader or try to get Obi Wan back in the last episode. And it seemed like he was around here at the fortress. Then after all the shit goes down, he just comes storming and he's like, Obi-Wan gone? What? You know, and and so I I don't quite, I feel like they'll eventually fully reveal it to us, but I'm not quite getting what they're doing with, with Vader. Yeah, I mean, I think they I think they said that he was in Mustafar and he wasn't on or he wasn't in the fortress that he was on in his yes, castle. That's right. You're, no, you're right. You're uh, right about that. You're right. So they did say that. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, so he wasn't there, <laughs> yes. and I feel like that's like a, a trope too with Vader is that he's never <laughs> really there. So late. No, like I really think that's an actual trope. <laughs> yeah. uh, whether it's Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you're or, right about that. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that's a really. That's why you're the expert. To remember details that we just learned 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it's a way to, to feature other characters, especially the Inquisitors and, and, and Reva, and and to not rely too heavily on Vader just being like monologuing, monologuing, monologuing. Like to make it more about Obi-Wan's journey and to make Vader kind of the final threat or the final boss at the end versus just having him show up everywhere and chase him down and stuff i i think that's a, to me that's a better way of, of showcasing vader is, is in small bits and pieces rather than him just kind of For running sure. after obi-wan i think though that the way how disney marketed this show is working against it in a lot of ways you think they marketed vader a lot because i what? that was like the big hype about this i don't i don't that i was, don't know he was i mean he was in the trailer but it, he wasn't like no not i mean yeah and the uh, I feel like the Inquisitors were in the well, trailer more than Vader was. Definitely, but when this show was announced, sure. you know, like you're way more of an extreme Star Wars <laughs> fan than John and I. Yeah. But we you know we stay plugged in though to what people are talking about, sure. and even the first sizzle reel for this, sure. the, the the like the first actual look at this shit. You know, and then like the promotions are all like Hayden Christensen and, and Darth Vader, and then the sizzle reel was like they're gonna battle it out again, and and we're, we're gonna, gonna justice for Hayden Christensen. There's so much about that, and I, and I think that it, I think they did create an expectation in, in one's mind because nothing is more intriguing. I don't think anything with Riva or any of the inquisitors is more intriguing than exploring more of that and the, the depths of that like the third episode is like the best for many people for a reason and 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 i think that we like i like all this other stuff i mean the inquisitors are whatever to me i like all this other stuff for the most part but i i do get a little bit like 
I wonder if like the last episode is just going to be so Anakin Obi-Wan heavy, you know? I imagine that's where they're going. And and I don't want to be the guy who's like bitching about something when I know that's probably going to happen <laughs> later on. It's just will we get there smoothly? And and I don't know if you how you felt about Book of Boba Fett. I, I really didn't like the final episode. I was really let down by it. Um, and I don't want it to be another Disney Plus mess where oh you know, it's going good, it's going great. Ah, but man, they dropped the ball in the finale. I I definitely feel you on that, especially with Marvel shows for me, where Marvel shows tend hey, to. Hey, we're talking about Star Wars. Uh, true, but Don't still. Leave Marvel out of this. You said Disney. Keep Plus. Marvel's name Marvel out of your mouth. I said Disney Plus. Did I say Marvel? Huh? Huh? I'm so sorry, Kevin. I'm sorry. I'm Kevin. sorry if you're I'm watching sorry. this. Mr. Feige. Please don't. He, he will not be on any Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, there's a reason. Or your Star Wars movie. Any Marvel shows. Uh, no, but I do feel like I know what you mean as far as like the finale being a little bit too much versus trying to focus on the like we're gonna wrap this shit up (laughs) on the story yeah uh, to me i i don't know because i i don't really when it comes to marketing it's difficult because you do want to have when you have an actor like hayden christensen come back for a role whether it be a small part in the role whether it be a huge part in the role I, i think you have to feature him in marketing as far as in press and in stuff like that, because it's a way to give credence to an actor that has been a part of Star Wars for such a long time. To be completely honest, I think me and a few other people out there, I think as far as Star Wars YouTube channel, Star Wars Explained, for example, didn't have those high expectations when it came to Hayden Christensen, because we kind of were like, okay, they're featuring him a lot in marketing. It doesn't necessarily mean we're gonna get flashbacks of Hayden we're gonna get Vader a bunch of times out of the suit like we kind of expected very little because we know that at this point in his life Anakin is Vader so the very few times we will see Hayden is gonna be few and far between so I feel like that was more of just like a shout out a a credence a appreciation for Hayden more than it was like oh he's gonna be in every episode and he's gonna be featured and we're gonna get a backstory and we're gonna get flashback like i didn't feel that when it came to the marketing i just felt like this is hayden christensen he's worthy of being recognized as anakin and vader i just keep wondering what the emotional direction of the show is going for with obi-wan too like how is this guy gonna arc into the Obi-Wan who's like, all right, so I'm going back to tattooing. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out here for a while now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think we'll figure that out, though. I, I still feel like we have time. Um, Chill. To, it's not an hour and a half of this left, Ace. Come on, Ace. Maybe an hour and 45 on, minutes man. of episode if the well, last it's, one's it's long. We talked about me, the outrage. It's difficult for me to prejudge <laughs> something when it's not finished. No, that's um, why I love you. Because yeah, it's it, way no, too no, reasonable. That's a, that's a, that's very no. That's it, very true, man. It, that's just, very true. It's a little that's too very hard true. for me to be like, "Yo, no. Obi Wan rescued Leia, swam underwater. This show sucks." Like for me, it's like I'm not saying that. Let's uh, other people. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying like I, I think I think we still have a story to tell. I feel like a story isn't just uh, you know one journey. A story is is a you know sections and factions of sure. little adventures. How do we get to where we are? Uh, what happens as far as along the journey to get there. True, and I'm just saying, I guess for me, I don't know how you feel, it's like the the journey for me has been a little emotional, emotionally hit and miss for me to like cool information to, oh, I'm actually really invested in this. 
and, it, and it, every episode is kind of uh, episode three. I was invested, really invested in for the most part, but the other the other ones, I've, I've, I'm kind of like really weaving in and out of I'm just kind of gathering information versus I'm really feeling this moment. And that's why I would not write this show off. Um, yeah. No, I, I think I mean, I think especially with this show, there's something fair to be said for the idea that it is being billed heavily as a limited series. So in that sense, I'm like, yes, benefit of the doubt. Let's see how the whole thing looks exactly. at the end. However, I would say we are now four episodes in out of six. And I feel like for my experience there to be satisfied at this point I feel like there's going to be a lot of emotional legwork to do in the last two episodes because the show has felt very again straightforward and plot oriented and, and looking at even the core you know sort of relationship and distance between uh, uh, Obi-Wan and, and Anakin Vader you know even that like Vader shows up and is really scary for moments uh, but I feel like you know most of what I know about what that story's development is thus far is Vader's pretty upset and traumatized over the last time he saw Obi-Wan, yeah. so he kind of wants to get him and probably hurt him. I guess the emotional meat is there. It's just not taking center stage for me. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, to be honest, it's it's a lot to do with this episode. I feel like this episode was very much like... You think it's all about this one episode? No, I'm saying... It, I'm saying... the the, me the meat of this episode was so thin that it's just a little bit difficult to to kind of like feel it in this episode and i agree with you guys when it comes to like really having something to chew on and the emotional stakes in this episode because there yeah. wasn't a lot there unless you were like you said john a fan of that uh leia and reva interaction but other than that that was kind of it the rest of the episode was much more of like how do we go from point a to point b which is probably a detriment to the episode but again like you said john i feel like when it comes to the complete package of it I, I don't know i think a lot of it too has to do with perhaps the way we view different shows nowadays sure uh, i just binge stranger things I, I think if i saw like episode three or episode two by itself i probably wouldn't be that invested if i'm being honest uh but seeing like three or four episodes in a row it made me feel a little bit more hooked it made me feel a little bit more connected to where the story was going and even then it still very much felt like half a story which again it is it's part one but i feel like that's just the way we're viewing different episodes and shows now it's like we're taking bits and pieces of a story versus the entire story. The way you feel about Stranger Things is how I feel about this. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah. Got you. I'd agree with that. Because yeah. I, f I feel like, I don't know, man. I, I still feel like, if I'm being real, uh, I think I got more <laughs> in these three episodes than I did probably in the first three of Stranger Things. I think, golly, I think Ace isn't coming back for episode Ace, it's been nice to know you. Vecna uh, <laughs> is out to get me. See, those I'm I was going like, to the upside down. That show, I was like, put that thing week to week. Yeah. And this one, I'm wondering, maybe this would, like you said earlier, maybe this would make a better bit. Interesting. Yeah. You know? I, I didn't feel that way. Especially I, with an episode like this. Uh, it makes me really feel like this might have been better if I watched. This episode might have been better if I just watched it immediately after. But even then, it's like this, I, I don't know, there's something about. It, this one was it also did feel really rushed it's like you meet O'Shea Jackson who's like no I'm not helping you five seconds later alright I talked myself into it about remembering why I'm doing this in the first place <laughs> you know that was just for me guys yeah. I'm like I, I and then these people die at the end and to be honest 
or that guy that the Wade guy dies at the end yeah. and I don't I don't give a shit like I don't, I'm like honestly dude I don't even remember you from five minutes ago like well, I don't remember who you are and we walk <laughs> around inside of a Jedi tomb trophy room you know which and, is that's what I'm, and I think I think I don't want to say the word milk it uh, live in live it. Live in it. Yeah, like live in it, or do some of that, like Hollywood romanticizing, or some bullshit terminology, of, of like let's like like Obi Wan fighting the stormtroopers and using his powers, like just watching him get his powers back, like really make a strong emotional moment out of that. Yeah. You know, more like uh, uh, that might just be the like the way it's edited or the way it breathes sometimes of. Like the scene when when Leia holds his hand, that took its time and that hit. And they could have done that with so many more moments in this one episode. That if you're not going to do like a bunch of dialogue exchanges to uncover character background, at least really let those moments hit. I agree. I, I felt like oh my this god, Ace finally agreed with something. <laughs> Welcome. This whole time I've been sweating my I ass off. I disagree. Like I've changed my mind. <laughs> oh, damn, we're so close. Dude, you know, Star Wars so much better than us. He's not agreeing no, with me at all. I just feel like. <laughs> Every criticism you have is valid, but I don't feel like that's necessarily a criticism of the show more than it is a criticism of this episode. This episode did feel like it was rushed. It did feel like it didn't have as much meat to it. It did feel like it didn't have as much emotional stakes to it. But I feel like that's more a detriment to a standalone episode more than it is a detriment to the entire shows in general. Amen. Um, I hope you are correct. Yeah. Well, guys... Do you prefer this or Stranger Things for? <laughs> I prefer this. <laughs> wow, oh, really? How about yeah. the boys? Anybody? No. I, I don't see the boys. I don't watch the boys. Wow. wow. Thanks for not helping that. Go watch this more. Reactions. <laughs> Go watch this plane right now. <laughs> Disney Plus. Everything's out. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, leave your thoughts down below. Um, that's a good, good open discussion. This was a nice discussion, guys. I'm we t- did it. I'm a tad harsher. Ace is a lot more happy. You're like kind of in between. That's right. I'm the gray Jedi that we don't talk about. Jedi. <laughs> it's not canon, I guess, but maybe. I'm the Jedi who's like, fucking Jedi cancel. I swear you're pushing me to the goddamn dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that Jedi. <laughs> Dude, Mace Windu <laughs> over here. Skywalker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that is Anakin Skywalker. Or Anakin Skywalker. There's a lot of them out yeah. there, man. All right. Jedis are, can be repressed a bit. <laughs> Follow Je- Jedi. If, do you think we'll see Quinlan Voss? I mean, that kind of looked like Quinlan Voss in that If it Jedi is, and, okay. I, I'm sorry to say this. If it is Quinlan Voss and they didn't make a moment out of it, this show's bullshit. <laughs> this, and that's not just because, oh my God, we're using Clone Wars and you're ruining. I'm like, no, they had a whole moment in the last episode when he's like, yeah. Quinlan was here? <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Yeah. But I'm not going to spend any time with his corpse. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to even acknowledge it. But even, yeah, like, but that scene too would have just really hit of just. That could have been a big that expanding scene. That should have been like the most triggering moment for him, should have been that moment. Yeah. You know, I mean, seeing that youngling was 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 mo- it was quick, but it was still like, oh, we should have lingered on this a tiny bit more. Yeah. So yeah, why? Good. How'd they embalm them like that? Who whose idea Not was sure. it to be like put the hat back on that youngling? 
they saw Jurassic Park and they were like, let's let's get us some amber and let's freeze some him. moments in time. <laughs> Do you like his like. outfit? I think we should change it. Like how no, they... probably though. Like that's how just that's how sick they are. Is yeah, they probably like, do like it's like a museum. They primp them, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get one of those. Yeah, we need a tomb hallway. Promise me when I die, is I have one of those in your home. Yeah. Yeah. Me, but but make sure With it's like <laughs> we gotta pose you the right way. <laughs> yeah. I want to be one of the hard to reach corpses on yeah. the second level that you can't really sit and admire. It yeah. reminded me of uh of the scene in Young Justice where they have him in stasis. Uh, I think it's Despero. Where they or Mongo, it might be Mongo, where they keep him. Don't in mess this up, man. Um, you got two but it's very, it's very similar. Like if I show you guys an image, you guys will be like, "Oh, they could have taken it from that," because it looks very similar. Well, dude, so. Star Wars is all about Easter eggs and references. Now, mm. it's all that matters. As long as you do that, you're, you're hitting the. They're going to start rides. referencing other IPs now. <laughs> Star Wars is going to get really. Have you seen Young Justice? <laughs> Somehow the longest video of ours is the shortest yeah. episode of Star Wars. We had to make up for lost time. 35 minutes. Like, what the hell? Did we just, we're going to think we just inserted the whole episode here. Uh, all right. All right, guys. This video is truly done. But before that, let's do a Patreon. Andrew Hayes. So, Andrew. Hey, something about Andrew Hayes. You probably get along with this guy pretty well. Uh, he's been like a, one of our patrons for the longest time. Years, man. Years. Uh, short, stocky fella. Cat talks like this, and, uh, he's, and he's a freaking, he's like adorable but intimidating at the same time. You know, he's, he's like Wolverine. To... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Um, and uh, he was telling me a story recently about how he was at a bachelor party. This is true. I don't even know if he wants to reveal oh, this, but I'm doing yeah. it anyway. I might have. Wow, this is wow, where I've severed wow, the cord wow. of, of him and her Patreon. No longer a Patreon. No longer a Patreon. I told you this in confidence. Years we've been friends. <laughs> uh, is uh, he was at a bachelor party and and then they got kicked out of a, I believe it was a strip club before they thought they they were soliciting prostitution there. And um, legalize it. And I, 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 I would believe. I mean, and to be frank, Andrew, if I saw you and I heard that, I would be like, yeah, probably. I mean, look at the guy, right? <laughs> this it guy loves looks, prostitution. <laughs> yeah, looks like the kind of guy who would, right? <laughs> Just get you a leather jacket. You know, Andrew gets it. He, he'll still stick around. You could this be a crooked seventies cop to see if he still sticks this to our patron. Patron chain, <laughs> red leather <laughs> jacket. Roast. How loyal are you? Patron roast <laughs> of the day. Roast apocalypse. How do you survive, Andrew? And, and then. Um, uh, and then a friend of theirs, um, they went home on a on a scooter, like an electric scooter, and they lost the scooter and their phone on the way home. And they, they didn't know how to, they didn't know how to get home for a while. So and then the prostitutes all showed up and helped. Yes, <laughs> gave them a lift. They all pushed the scooter. They all ironically <laughs> leaned out the window themselves and said, "Hey, do we, you need a ride?" More sexual services. We, you know, we're also a towing. We're AAA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you subscribe, we'll get you out of a jam. It's all right. Get nah. a new battery, get a new tire. Andrew, you don't need to go down that path. But if you do, there's nothing wrong with it. But you don't need to do it. You can get a woman all on your own. I believe in you, Andrew. I mean, if do it's it. Wolverine, then... Yeah, yeah, you can cut, yeah. you cut some women up if you want. That's even better than love. <laughs> yeah. And if they stick around with you, then you know you got real love. Ain't that right, Ace? That's right. Real love, baby. Are you sick bastard? I was making a joke. Wow. Don't you have a, a, a woman on your channel? <laughs> Squad leader, Ace. Respect women? How would, you, how would she feel if she heard you say yes and to that? 
Well, Sabrina. <laughs> Sabrina, would you come in here, please? We got yeah. Sabrina in oh, the we studio. We have Sabrina here. We had a big surprise for you. <laughs> Caught in the act, Ace. We're right here in. to get you canceled today. <laughs> There's <laughs> hidden cameras everywhere. Ashton Kutcher, come on out. Ashton Kutcher, he's still alive. Yeah. He's yeah. 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 He invests in in big tech now. Like Ooh. Andrew could someday after he gets right, out of jail for the prostitution. Up. This is the longest non-shout-out we've ever done. Thanks, Andrew. Woo.